That's you. My worst nightmare is having a jock for a son. No offense to the jocks out there, but. No, it would be a lot for me to handle. I could do like, I could be a soccer mom, but like, like if I was Donna Kelsey to Travis and Jason, and mind you, I think they're the most wonderful sons and men in the whole world. I admire them so much. I think they like Donna Kelsey is superior. She raised two of the greatest boys to ever exist, but like. I like a little part of my soul would break. Also, like my bank account would break. Could you imagine feeding Jason and Travis? Could growing you imagine up? feeding those two boys growing up? What do you think Donna Kelsey's grocery bill was? She'd have to shop at Costco. Like each of them gets Has a whole to. Costco chicken for dinner. Oh at night. my god! They each get a rotisserie chicken for dinner. A hundred percent. She's just like boys' each dinner one. is served. Puts a fork in the rotisserie. Hundred percent. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Justin. Grab your coffee and let's spill some tea. You are listening to Perspectives of Pop Culture. And welcome back to episode 51 of Perspectives of Pop Culture. The espresso has been pulled, the milk has been frothed, and we are here here to spill some tea. I'm Lindsay, this is Justin, and it's Aquarius season, baby. Not yet, is it? Doesn't that no, start it's, February? No, it's already Aquarius season. Oh, God. It starts on like the 22nd or something. It's an expensive season for me. Let's just say Oh, that. my God. Let's complain about it first, I guess. Let me hear it. No, it's not a complaint. It's I love all of these women in my life, but I realize like five or four or five of the closest women in my life all have a birthday in like the first two months or two weeks of February. Two weeks. Obviously, my wife, you, mm-hmm. Tabitha, and mm-hmm. Tosh, like four people and my buddy Eric. So and one dude like people who it's all just so very wild much. You actually just named four of the most iconic women to ever exist. And I just think that the common theme is the Aquarian soul that we possess. I just somehow gravitate towards you water people, and I don't understand it whatsoever. I know, because you're not really like a water guy. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, Justin doesn't, like, love playing mermaid when he comes to visit. He's like, I'm cool on the sand. Yeah, that is one stereotype I very much lean into hard. I can swim though. I will repeat yeah, that. Yeah, no, you can swim. You're just not like obsessed swim. with it like your wife is, who's a literal mermaid. Absolutely. But I love boating. Give me a boat, I'm there. You do love a boat. I think you do you love boats or duffy boats? Uh boat like a nice little speedboat. Love getting out on a speedboat. Great oh. time. What's yeah, the status yeah. with your guys' boat? Oh man, uh, it is still, you know, don't know. We have to find somebody who's willing to repair it and yeah. it might cost us like five grand. We also don't have a car that can tow it, but that might be changing soon. So who knows? Oh, oh. okay. If you guys don't know, Justin and Jackie inherited a boat, but of course that was an inherited item that comes with a lot of price tags to yes, be able to utilize. That yeah, that hasn't run in like, 10 to 15 years so you can't just like push it out on the water and hope that it starts because like it probably won't Um, yeah okay so let's get back to aquarius sis um do you have 
so this episode will come out the last day of January. Yeah. 31st. And then we have, we're into Love Fest month. Um, and like we said last year, stop being negative about Valentine's Day. Be excited. The love you put out is the love that you will receive. And I'm just wondering, Justin, do you have things prepared and have you asked your Valentine to be your Valentine yet? I have not asked my Valentine to be my Valentine yet. Mm, and this goes out to all the men who are in relationships. It is not a given that your Valentine is your Valentine. You still need to ask her or them every single year, will you be my Valentine? Don't get 100%. complacent in your relationships, people. Put 100%. that effort in every day, every month, every year for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's the biggest misconception about getting married and people are like, oh, like my husband doesn't care about those things anymore. Sister, don't settle. No. Sister, it's don't allow that care. behavior. Do not allow that shit because once you allow it to creep in, It'll start bleeding into everything else. Everything else. And we'll find a reason to complain. You think your wife's naggy? Maybe because you haven't done anything special for her lately. Just a thought. So, no, I I have not asked her to be on Valentine's, but we're figuring out some Valentine's Day plans. I, unfortunately, something like with work, I, and I'm going to end up working on that Friday. But we have other stuff planned. I'm DJing like a Galentine's Day um, uh, yoga class. You're working class. Friday, Jackie's birthday day. Yeah. Yeah, Gonzo has to work all day my birthday day as well. And we're just yeah. doing a little redo on that Thursday because he only works half day. And, you know, perfect. while he ha- like absolutely offered to take that day off, um, no, we mm-hmm. need that money. Yeah. So <laughs> my birthday is just a birthday week now. And I just get two half days to celebrate yeah. me. And I already subscribed to Jackie and it being her birthday month. So she will be rained and showered with insurmountable about of gifts and dinners and love throughout the entire month. Yeah, we love that as Aquarians. I think honestly, and not to sound like bratty or selfish, but like one of my love languages is receiving gifts. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't have is to be how, like big gifts. Yeah, yeah. But just like are little tokens more, of like, oh, I thought of you and I did this and I got more, this for you. Are you more of a like sentimental gift person or you like, you know, you want well, something nice? Here's the thing. I love all gifts. A sentimental <laughs> gift is great. And I love yeah. a sentimental gift. Speaking of sentimental yeah. gifts, Taylor Swift don't like uh, was out with her sentimental gift from Travis that I'm pretty sure that was the birthday present that he gave her. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. It's to come. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love sentimental gifts. I don't want to knock them by any means. I'm obsessed with them. Yeah. What about you? What's your gifting preference? My, uh, you know, I think ones that like truly show your understanding of me is oh. the best gifts like genuinely necessarily, yes. like it doesn't have to be expensive but it's like not necessarily sentimental but it's like if you really know me and like you know the like intricacies of things that i'm into 100%. like those are the best gifts you know well it's kind of hard being yours and jackie's friends because you guys are really good gift givers are we yeah i think you are like you're very purposeful that's mostly jackie because she like really thinks out her gifts and like who yeah. it's going to and like almost reaches into their soul 
yeah. and pulls out what they need before they know what they need. 100%. And like, you need this. 100%. 100%. She does that to me every year. I'm like, I didn't even know I needed this or wanted this, but somehow. But somehow you knew that it was necessary. Yes. Okay, and then what about for, so yes, Valentine's Day should primarily be about the woman in your life because, you know, she had to deal with you this whole year and this is a time to celebrate her. But, you know, it's, we, we're equal partners. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I like to get something for Gonzo for Valentine's Day as well or do something for him. What are things that you like to receive? Maybe let's give our listeners, like our girlies, some ideas of things like easy, simple things that we could do for our partners that um, they would enjoy for Valentine's Day. Because girls are easy, you know, like we definitely want flowers. But okay, sorry. Actually, before you even start, I'm going to say what the girlies want. <laughs> Go ahead. For our three male like, listeners. Say anything. <laughs> sorry. It's like a-, a month all about me. So these next four episodes are going to be really obnoxious for you all um the girlies want we want we do like flowers not all girls like flowers there's girls that are like different than other girls and like we Mm -hmm. love that for them but um we do like flowers but we want good flowers and if you're gonna go to the grocery store that's fine like you can get flowers in the grocery store but don't get one of those cheesy multi-floral arrangements that some intern put together in the front of the grocery store. No, 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 no. You're going to get just like a regular, just like one type of flower. If you're going to the grocery store, you get one type of flower. And then mm-hmm. you go to the floral counter and hot tip, they do this for free. You ask them to wrap it in paper with a ribbon. Yeah. Automatically. That's. 100 points. Yes. You're getting laid tonight if you do that. That just the one type of flower is better than those assortments. Cheesy. Cheese, they're just kind of they're chuggy. I'm gonna say, go ahead and say it. They're out. Okay, they're not even chuggy. They're um like, like, live laugh love sign people like or people Ooh. that like roosters mm. in their kitchens or something. I don't know, but it's mm. not it's not the vibe. Like that's the girls don't want that. Or you can go to a specialty florist that has a cute Instagram. Make sure they have a cute Instagram. If they have a cute Instagram, your girl wants it. If they don't have a cute Instagram, they're just like a cheesy florist. Don't go to them. So that's one, yeah. flowers. If you yeah, want to do chocolates, because girlies love a chocolate, please don't just go to Walgreens and get like a heart-shaped box of random gross chocolates. Go to C's or go to like a little chocolatier in your neighborhood or go to like Whole Foods, Erewhon, like your nice grocery store and get like an assortment of like cool chocolates. Right? I- yeah, y'all bougie as hell. Um, yeah, I, this is nothing that I don't already subscribe Dude. to because no, of course, I can't just get Jackie normal flowers. Of course, we all know that. Um, and we've ha- she, it's funny because we've talked about like oh, because she's so particular about flowers, she prefers me not to get them. But like, yeah, I think, well, she's a florist. You know, yeah, exactly. But side. I still do it anyway, just because. It's I like get her a bunch of flowers and she puts it together herself because that's fun for her. Like you got to <laughs> yeah. again, cater to your girly. Yep. If she likes putting together floral arrangements, get her a bunch of nice flowers and let her do it herself and be like, I thought you could teach me how to put together a nice floral arrangement. You could also do like a um, just like bring home a nice bottle of wine and some cheese and crackers and be like, I wanted to have this moment with you. Go take them on like a little sunset picnic. It doesn't have to be big things, but you got to do something. Yeah, multiple things, not just Mul- one. Yeah, 
you got it you gotta put in the effort okay now please i would love to hear what um men appreciate on valentine's day um you know as a as a guy for valentine's day me personally i just like a moment just us to dinner i don't i do not like going out on valentine's day just because Ugh, it is so expensive and it's just like i feel jackie and i are very intentional of doing date nights and stuff and so when i go out on valentine's day i feel like i'm out with every other lame guy who is yeah. taking their wife or girlfriend out only on that day mm-hmm. like out of the entire year so it's like i'm not even gonna i'm not even at that level you know i'm at yeah. home i'm cooking dinner doing that thing as far as gifts that uh we like you know we like to end the night the right way on valentine's day oh wink wink <laughs> nudge wink, nudge wink. <laughs> like a girly could literally just write like a little coupon and that could be her valentine's day present you know i pride myself on, on on not being like you know the stereotypical male but yeah that that doesn't it's, take much yeah it doesn't i we do have it a lot easier in that regards where it's like we it's obvious but sometimes it, you know we have a heavy meal yeah. You know, yeah. you have a headache, but I will say, too much wine. Jackie's got me like great Valentine's Day gifts. And of course, I can't think of any of them at the moment off the top of my head. Like a cute hat me, from like, like the favorite, like the coffee shop that you go to or exactly. like um, a lot of the, the guys here surf. So like getting them like some cool wax or something that's like teeny tiny, but a nice little token. Um, yeah, I hate going out to restaurants on Valentine's Day slash my birthday because everyone's celebrating and it's not about me in the restaurant it's about everyone and that's really annoying and it's like so crowded that it doesn't feel comfortable or intimate anymore because you just feel Mm -hmm. like oh we're all supposed to be doing this it's like holy goers to church when they only go to church on christmas and easter and like you were saying like people couples that only go out to dinner like on valentine's day and we're all just like stuffed into this tiny restaurant with the prefix menu and it's just not really my vibe so i prefer when gonzo and i do like a bougie takeout like maybe like a nice sushi place or whatever and we do something at home with like some champagne a martini like something fun and then i like to go out to dinner like the night after like a couple nights after depending on like what day of the week it is perfect so that it's about me it's my birthday. And it's about you. I, I know you guys are, you, um, me and Gonzo were talking about your birthday this uh, last week, so. Is it good? Tell me seriously. Blink, blink twice if you're like, mm. I'm giving you no response. Oh, but do you like it? He did all right. He did all right? Does he need to do better? <laughs> I'm dead. It's like, I'm here's giving the thing. away nothing. I, how do you feel about surprises? Because I love a surprise, but I have anxiety all the way up to the surprise. But I want this surprise. If you ask me, do I like surprises? I'll tell you, hell no. But then, like, I like it. But then, like you said, the anxiety building up to it, I hate. Absolutely. Hate. And I, there's no and, winning. Because yeah. if, no. like, if Gonzo says to me, like, oh, I, I'm, I have something planned for you on Thursday. Like, then I'm like, oh, now I'm, like, thinking about it. And my, I'm either getting my hopes up too high or too low, you know, and then, mm-hmm. but if I don't he- hear that he's planned anything, then I'm like upset that I'm like, oh, he didn't think to plan anything. So yeah, it's really a exactly. lose-lose situation. Love you, babe. <laughs> Love you so much. And I appreciate you and your surprises. <laughs> and I want them. 
Okay. Did you do anything interesting this weekend? What did I do? Oh, me and I had a Saturday off for once. No gigs, no nothing, no work. And so Jackie and I decided. Oh, you're right. It was in the morning. So I only had a gig in the morning. (laughs) I forgot about that one. DJ to workout class in the morning. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And then Jackie and I had like, we called it a tourist day. So typically when we go out, we always go to the same wineries because we know people. We get free pourings. And she's like, let's make it a point to go to some wineries that we've never been to. So we went to one of our favorite cafes, Savoy. Um, And this is how the day started out so great is the worker there complimenting me on my fit. He was like, you are so stylish. Tipped him you extra. You need the way to your heart. Like, you, you just, you over here, you out here gassing me. A guest me. Oh, in itself. God. Oh my God. So then we went out to um, to East Beach on the grass, ate in front of the water. It was great. And like, it was so funny because like Jack and I were talking about what she considers relaxing, what I consider relaxing. Like to me, relaxing is like in front of my DJ decks, listening to music and like just vibing out totally. and like her relaxing is just laying looking at nature and yeah i love that doing i love doing that with her i would never say like hey babe let's go look at nature together that's just not <laughs> in my you want to look at more screens that's how you relax you know and it sounds so bad that like that's but that's true is when that's what like that's what i love to do is to relax is with music and it's your um, form of couch. meditation. Yeah, absolutely. And but I, I thoroughly know that she loves being out in nature. So like, you know, we went out there, um, had a little picnic, and then we went to a couple wineries that we've never been to before, um, and had a great time. Met up with one of uh, my DJ buddies that I met um, last year, and like him and his girl came out, and we went to a new restaurant that we've never been to before. Cute. Ran into some old yoga students who like bought me a drink. So it was like all around Uh-oh. great. You know, it happens when you're you, when you when you got it like that. When you're know? a local celeb. I, I didn't say it. You said it. I said it. I said it. I'm happy for you. you know, I hope to reach that status is. one day in my little tiny town of 500 people. So anyway, that is what I did this weekend and getting ready for another busy weekend. I have another DJ gig coming up. And yeah, Jackie and I have our yearly plan meeting this weekend, too. Where Ooh. we're not going to cook, we're not going to do anything. After my gig that ends around like 11 on Saturday, we're going to sit down and plan out our entire weekend. Finances, 11 a.m. on Saturday, right? Yeah, 11 a.m. on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Figuring, yeah, figure out what we want out of 2024. It's going to be great. Love that. Love that for you guys. Um, yeah. I was actually on the North Sea this weekend. The North Sea? What the hell is Were that? you the North Sea? Were you ever on that side of TikTok? No. Oh my god, that tic- that side of TikTok that was like it was videos of boats like almost about to like tip over like big waves coming over them and be like yo is that song? It's the North Sea do TikTok. That, do that do that sound again? <laughs> yo and it was so scary and you're like wow the ocean is a scary place. Do you remember that? I'm gonna send you some later. <laughs> that remind that's making me giving me like mermaid like Peter Pan, Pirates of the Caribbean. Literally. And, but it's real. Like these fishermen and stuff would be like out on like choppy seas and then put that song behind it. And they would be like, we're in the North. Like the North Sea is scary. Like we yeah, don't know yeah. what's going on in the North Sea, it seems. So anyways, this weekend, um, actually two birthday parties, but for one of them, um, 
we were going out on her boyfriend's boat in yeah in Waikiki. We've done it lots of times. It's always a fun time. And so we're out there, and the waves, Justin, are huge. Like, our whole boat's going like this. Is that, like, enjoyable still at that point? No, we were freaking <laughs> out. Like, I'm like, we're going to tip over. And there's, like, 35 people of us, and we're in the middle of the, like, rugged sea. Like, absolutely not. I'm screaming. Like, I have my legs. Gonzo's sitting next to me. I have my arm wrapped around, like, wrapped into Gonzo because I'm thinking, like, we're going to slide off. We're sitting at the front of the boat. Yeah. And then Bella was sitting in front of me. I made her sit in between my legs. I'm like squeezing her body with my knees and like my feet are like bow legged under her because I'm thinking like she's just going to go right off the bow (laughs) because it was so freaking scary. And we're all like trying to remain calm because we're like, okay, like for Brooks birthday, like we don't want to like we're we're having fun. We're having fun. We're having fun. Oh, my God. Thank God. The captain of the boat was like, um, I think we should go back in. I think we should call it. And man, oh man, the going back in was even scarier than coming out because then we were like facing the wave. Oh, yeah. It was so scary. Wait, so your friends aren't the ones who captain the boat? It's their boat, but they have somebody else drive it? No, they captain the boat. So the captain was like, it's, yeah, it's two brothers that own the boat and they, they're the ones that captain it and they've, they've never called it. And they were like, um, I think we should go in. So even they thought it was crazy and it was nuts. We were like rocking and rolling. And then, so that was Saturday. And then Sunday morning, a boat did tip over in that, in that ocean right there in Waikiki. So it's like, that could have been us. What would I have done? I'm so scared of sharks. So scared of sharks that I would have had a full panic attack and probably drowned if we tipped over. I would have had a full panic attack. This brings up a new fear. I don't think I now I can't get on a boat without Jackie. Jackie's my lifeline, my my little yeah. like, you know, I will hold on to her because she is excellent at treading water. Mm-hmm. I will be like the little kid on her back, just like save me. No, it's so scary, and like the boat's so big. So like, if we did tip over and it like fell on us, like we're screwed. So it was just a very scary oh. moment, and we were fine. Don't worry, mom. I was fine. Like it was all good. But um, I think I'm just gonna like stay off boats for a little bit. Oh my god, I'm stressed out. Yeah, the ocean is an unforgiving place. She is not. You guys, we don't know, you know what's in the ocean. I think we should all be a little bit more. Yeah, like we need to. We need to respect the ocean. Keep out of the ocean, like in the deep. We don't even know what's in the ocean. Most of it, like that's a crazy feeling. So if you guys haven't yeah. been on North Sea Talk, I highly encourage you to in your little search bar North Sea, and just watch. I thought we were all on it, but I guess not. No. Maybe just because I'm the, in the middle of the sea. So TikTok's like, hey, you should probably know about this. No. Some of the TikTok rabbit holes you bring up on this episode, I'm just like. It I wasn't never... just me. All the other girlies were aware. And I, they started singing it. And I was like, I thought I was the only one. And I thought I was on like a conspiracy TikTok or something. But I wasn't. And everyone was on it. For like two so weeks, it, is... it was all that was in my For You page. It was maybe it's like geolocation related, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe because I'm in the middle of the sea actually, like on a map. Yeah. I don't know. But scary. Anyways, but all was good. And then we celebrated in the in Dock to the Harbor. And it was so much more of a fun time. And we did a glow party, which was so fun. I And I was sober because I'm doing dry January. Yeah. I did two sober birthday parties. And it was totally fine. You have two more days. Two more days, and then Thursday night, Gonzo and I are doing a martini night because um, I got sent, like, the full line of Dante's martini, like, to go cocktails. So I want to Ooh. do a martini night with that. Nice. 
I have an update on my martini um, adventure. Please, please. So we've been talking about martinis a lot. And mm-hmm. I set out, I took it on as a personal mission to figure out how to make the best fig martini. So, yeah. you know, I started making the secret sauce. The only problem is that it comes out pink. And if you are a true traditionalist, like martinis aren't supposed to be pink. There are different types of martinis that aren't. The figs that they're using are green figs and you used purple figs? I think that's what it is. So I think that they used green figs rather than purple. Purple figs are the only ones I can use. Clearly, when you use purple figs, the color runs off and it makes things pinkish, reddish, whatever. So that is my next goal is to try to ascertain green figs, which I have no idea how the hell I'm going to do that. Um, And it's not even fig season, I found out. So this is like totally not the right time to be doing this. When Uh, is fig season? Summer? It's like late summer. At least here it is late summer. Yeah. I mean, we import figs, so. That's, I'm like, I got to import them from somewhere. I don't know if I got to hit up like Madagascar or, you know, wherever. (laughs) You just run your little own little import at the harbor down there in Santa Barbara. Yeah, I need to, this is a PSA. Anybody have the hookup on some green figs? If you can import them in, I will pay the duty fee and pay off whatever import export person that I need to. I need me some green figs. Get I think actually what, what you need. should go about is like who else wants green figs. Let's all go in on importing some green figs. Okay, sure. I need Let's green just figs. Google how to import green figs now. Yeah, or smuggle. I I have no qualms about you know. This is a public the... forum. This is a public forum. This is public right here. This goes on the internet, Justin. Okay. <laughs> Thanks though. Thanks so much. Um, let's get into our trends. Or oh, wait, do, do you do have it. more to say about your martini? No, that was it. The updates are to come. So this one is very pink, um, but it's great because it'll Jackie will be able to use it for a Valentine's Day party. Um, and so she'll use it for that. Stunning. Well, then I should just go into my trend because my trend of the week are Valentine's Day parties. Oh, shit. It is. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I feel as though that we should bring them back. I feel like we did a lot of them when we were younger. And mm-hmm. now, um, you know, in this sprightly age of 30, about to be 31, people are like doing – they're only thinking of Valentine's Day with their significant others. But your girl friendships are so important. They buoy you. So you need those girl friendships. And this is also a time to celebrate – those so i would highly highly encourage you to get a group of your girlfriends it could be four of you it could be two of you it could be 12 of you and do a little galentine's day party there's so many good galentine's ideas on tiktok i have a giant bow tutorial that would be so cute for a galentine's day party that's on my tiktok that i will share again on our um, pop instagram and it's just so fun celebrate your girls um, so yeah, Jackie's doing a Valentine's Day party and she's doing it like old school elementary school where she's having everybody bring like a treat or like one of those little like Valentine's Valentine. Day card packs that you bring and you and then she's making like these cute little boxes for you to like take home your treats or your candy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she's doing that like super traditional. She's doing it on a night that I'm going to work. So like times out perfectly. Um, Perfect. I think it's a cute, great idea. My only gripe is I want to be fucking invited. That's it. Maybe you just have a guy in time. 
party. Oh, I'm I am having a Valentine's party with Graham. Oh, Valentine. Valentine. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, like Mal means bad. True, but like you can't say guy in time. That why? No. Guy that, and gal. It's, it's too close to Galentine. So is Valentine. It's just one word different. One letter different. Okay, look, I'm not here to you know discuss <laughs> semantics with you. <laughs> I so am you a have a guy in time. <laughs> yes, um, with Graham and Jeff uh, on. I think it's on like the 23rd. Oh, Gonzo's yeah. gonna have FOMO. Yeah, we're going to get sushi omakase. Oh, you're doing wives, like a cool omakase. Yeah, none of our wives like sushi like that so we're like great opportunity really? to go do something we all like jackie doesn't do seafood and ashley like likes omakase yeah. or like seafood but like not some of the weird fishes that they do in a traditional omakase yeah like yeah yeah so, yeah you really home. can't hear that it's like very faint in the back i'm wondering if i should just close the window really fast i honestly can't hear it okay it's just really yeah. loud. Okay. Um, love that for love that for you guys. I love a Galentine Valentine moment. Just as important as a Galentine, but girlies. Get your get your gals together. Do something fun. Do something fun. Um, so my trend of the week has to do with bringing two opposing forces together. Like ice and water, like ebony and ivory. I'm so scared like where this is going. two opposite sides of the same coin. Okay. I think this is a perfect opportunity this year for couples alike to throw a Taylor Swift-themed Super Bowl party. Oh, I'm here for that. <laughs> Listen here. Let's do it. I'll go I to that I know everybody is pissed about Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl. But the fact of the matter is, she is bringing so much revenue to this damn sport, it is not even funny. And you're welcome. The NFL was on its way out, and Taylor revived you guys, so you're welcome. Listen, even Shannon Sharp made a comment about Taylor Swift and the way Mm -hmm. she is moving the needle right now. He compared her to Michael Jackson. And I know that is a very taboo thing to say, because Michael Jackson was on a whole nother level, but I will be humble enough. I would argue to the nth degree that taylor swift is on the same if not higher level than michael jackson so i think the only reason why you can definitively say higher is because social media and things like that help spread her reach even further but like you know if you think about like michael jackson craze and the beatlemania and stuff like that like those were like cultural phenomenons so is and right now that's what i'm saying right now she is creating a cultural phenomenon so Anyway, so I think that bringing together, you know, football fanatics and the Swifties, like you got to understand, like a lot of times, you know, you have like the guys who want to do the Super Bowl party and the wives just kind of put up with it just because and they're just there and don't really give a shit. They're going to give a shit this year. So this is your opportunity to throw a party that caters to both sides and make it fun. You have your football. You have Taylor Swift. And you know what? Everybody's going to have a good time. Yes, I would love for the 49ers to win the Super Bowl, but deep down secretly, I just want Taylor Swift to have a good time. You know, I want a couple peeps. I wanted her to make it from Tokyo the whole night. I'm dead. Um, Yeah, Gods and I were actually talking about how this year him and I have talked more about football than ever before because See? now I have an interest and it's like 
it's bringing couples together. Like, why are we hating on it so much? Also, I saw this TikTok. I won't take credit for this, but it was some man saying that, like, Taylor Swift is not going to hear all of these, like, middle-aged men being so upset. Like, they don't really care. Like, she's, she's yeah. not affected by that. But you know who is listening? Your daughters, your wives, your yes. sisters. Those are the yes. people that are listening and hearing that, like, oh, someone's so successful. And someone went through of, like, each game of how many seconds Taylor was on the screen. And the longest time she was on the screen when in one game was one minute. So, please, relax. Chill. And, and you know who's always on the screen? Men. Matthew McConaughey, uh, Jack, whatever his name is, that's always at the NBA games, and everyone likes seeing Jack him. Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. And we're all, no one complains about seeing the men, but we see a, a successful woman, and the men are up People in arms. People lose their shit. People lose their yeah. shit. So, this is my, you know, opportunity for you guys throw a Taylor Swift themed Super Bowl party. Everybody will be happy. It'll be a great time. It'll bring two opposing sides together. In perfect I love line. that, Justin. That's beautiful. And that takes us right into our top five stories of the week. Starting off so strong, the Chiefs and the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. Wow. Totally, totally debunks the whole logo like conspiracy theory. It debunks the logo theory. theory. But somebody the pointed theory. out to me that or sent me something where the purple in the logo didn't stand for the Ravens. It stood for Taylor Swift's Midnight Album. No, for Speak Now. <laughs> oh, Speak Now. There you go. And I was like, that also works. There you go. That's facts. The conspiracy theory That's remains. Facts. And Red, you know, Red for her Red Album. Anyways, we got so much good content this weekend from the Chiefs game, obviously, specifically because Taylor stormed the field with his parents and his brother and you know how at the end of the games like people will go out on the field who have yep. whatever team won and celebrate or whatever taylor hadn't had yet to do that this was her first time going down on the field and i ate all of that content up i watched every single angle of their interaction of him going like tay i'm gonna go celebrate enjoy with the guys okay and then he says i love you so much it's not even funny she goes i love you so much i've never been happier never and she's like they're so in love like they're so cute she's like i can't even believe it like this is so crazy they like we got like really intimate photos of them being just like yeah. celebrating we got kylie teller gave us all the content, the content of inside the suite taylor and kylie kelsey celebrating together like uh, every single thing. Oh, Taylor going up and giving Donna Kelsey a hug because she saw she was like crying of tears. Even just watching Jason and Travis share their brotherly moment and Travis and then both walk away crying in tears. Like, yeah, the sweetest, sweetest ever, ever. And I don't know how you can hate on love that much in the month. And now we're getting into the month of love. Yeah, like they're just like a wholesome you know, union with like how she's like intermeshing her family and then like our uh, and his family and the interactions between the two of them. It's just, you know, we all romanticize the cheerleader and the quarterback kind of persona. And like we're seeing it happen in real life. Like there's not very many times where we see that. Like, yes, you have like Giselle and Tom Brady back in the day and all these things, but like so this it's so different. Like something about this is just giving all those young high school Cinderella story fantasies a reality. It's literally her 
her um you belong with me music video come to life like in the grandest yes. way possible it is absolutely crazy and she is so like she's so low-key at these games you guys like she was not talking she was not trying to like get in the front or anything she let travis have a moment with his mom first let him have a moment with his father like like gave him space to have a moment with his brother she was never just like right on top of him attached to him like she had gave him his own space to celebrate she like took it in herself it was so genuinely sweet to see and to watch and i'm in love with them we did get to see their friendship bracelet tennis bracelet that taylor was wearing and it's a diamond tennis bracelet and then there's three beads in the middle that make to make it look like her friendship bracelets from the tour that says tnt taylor and travis you know that's their couple's name tnt I think I realized why I like them so much. I just love a good couple with the same letter first names, Jackie and Justin, oh, mm-hmm, Taylor and Travis, mm-hmm. one in the same. Yeah. We should hang out, guys. We can be J&J, TNT, all together in a perfect harmony. <gasps> and LNG. Excuse me? Sorry, you don't have, you're not part of this club. Sorry. It doesn't matter. I'm a Swifty and you're not. That's fine. You're not part of the club. Uh. Okay, the, these are the these are the biggest questions on everyone's lips. One is Taylor yeah. going to be able to make it to the Super Bowl after her show in Tokyo? Every single publication across the board has done the math for her. She will be able to make it if she's open. Everybody, this. yes, they predicted she'll be able to get to Las Vegas by like Saturday night and with a private jet. Yes. And look, yes. I know the eco people are gonna come for her. Leave this girl alone. It is oh one time God. she's gonna bring back the private jet. She needs to go see Bay play. We need also, this reunion. Like, to let's happen. talk about the private billionaires that are using their jets much Thank more. You. Okay. That are like eco friendly and they push all these green initiatives. Meanwhile, they go to these green meetings in their private jet. Like a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Relax. So whatever, she's going to make it to the Super Bowl. I think there's no way Taylor would miss this. Now, this is the main question on everyone's thoughts, minds, souls, hearts, emotions, everything. If the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, do you Mm -hmm. think Travis is going to be like so in the moment, like just so excited and happy and wonderful that he like just gets on one knee and proposes to Taylor? No. I'm very much like you have to give moments their separate moment. I agree. wrapping that up with the super bowl takes away from it being like their moment because like that's his time you know that'd be equivalent to like her winning like her record amount of grammys and on that night on stage he proposes like yes yeah. it's cute but it takes away from her moment and I agree. him proposing will take away from his moment and they don't need that they need to you know embrace each other after the game say they're going to disneyland together and oh. you know that would be really cute. Well, Patrick Mahomes is the one that says, like, I'm going to Disney or whatever because it's the quarterback. But it would yeah. be really cute if we saw a double date of, like, Patrick and Brittany and Taylor and Travis out in yeah. Disneyland celebrating the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Maybe he proposes in Disneyland. Do you think That's Taylor's no. a Disney adult? I think she tolerates it more than I do, but no. I'm going <laughs> to say that I think majority of Swifties – are also Disney adults. I don't, I agree. And they, a majority of them also are big cup girls or Stanley cup girls. <laughs> yeah. There's I like know. a trifecta you, and you fit, you fit into at least two, you know, like Swifty, Stanley cup, 
Disney adult and you fit it into at least two or you just fit into all three. I fit into two. Yep. That is definitely a thing. Yeah. Um, it's like a trifecta <laughs> moment. But um, yeah, I agree with you that he's not going to propose after the Super Bowl. I think I do think, though, that that would be just like so Travis, like just like so excited that he's not thinking. Um, and that would be really fun for all of us as viewers. But I don't think ultimately that's how Taylor Swift wants to be proposed to. Like I wouldn't no. be pro- want to be proposed to like that. And I'm not the biggest star in the world. You know, like mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. his moment. Now it's just going to be even more about him, you know, um, by getting engaged to l- literal the queen of the world right now. So yep. I don't think that that's going to happen, even though I would love that content. But I do think that they're going to get engaged in this offseason. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm calling it by the end of like the summer, like August. I'm going to say by the end of May. No, really? That fast? Yeah. Can you They're imagine the episode love. we will have? Oh, it'll be another emergency episode. <laughs> Immediately. Um, other thing. Oh, do we think so the Grammys are this weekend? Taylor's obviously mm-hmm. going to the Grammys. She's up for a few awards. Yep. Do you yep. think that Travis will go with her to the Grammys and that will be their red carpet debut? Uh, the only hesitation I have is that he's supposedly there's like a Sunday practice for him. And mm-hmm. I think that they seem like the couple or she seems like the type of person who wouldn't put that on him to compromise something as big as going to the Super Bowl. Like, yes, her red carpet debut would be nice, but like, let's be honest, she will be on many more red carpets to come. Do you think winning so a Grammy or winning a Super Bowl is more exciting? Uh, I don't think either one is more exciting than the other, depending on the person. Like, clearly, you know, if you are an athlete and been reaching towards this your entire life, that's major. And if you're an artist, like, the Grammys are, you know, your Super Bowl. So, How I, wild I just, would it like, be for Taylor to secure multiple Grammys and then the next weekend yeah. Travis wins a Super Bowl? I mean, that's not far from. I'm sure there's. I am sure there's a Vegas parlay where they're betting on that. Where they're right betting now. on that, hundred percent. Them Should two we put winning our names together. Tell tell Gonzo. I know he knows some parlay people. Let's let's figure out how to do this. Oh my god! I just quick intermission for this story that happened to me. I totally forgot. So I got it was the Wolf New Moon last week. You know, on Thursday, yeah. and yeah. um, I got a bunch of TikToks, like tarot reading TikToks, being like. You need to buy a lottery ticket, or not a lottery ticket, a scratch lotto ticket thing, a blue mm-hmm. one, like 5 or $10. It doesn't mean you're going to win, but it's going to open the door for, like, miracles to enter. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I want some miracles. So I tell um, my little bestie Bella, we're in Kailua, we're like, okay, after the beach, we're going to go to 7-Eleven, get some scratch lotto tickets, a blue one. Mm-hmm. So we can't, you know how usually there's like a little stand and you can like purchase it like through the little like kiosk and it all pops up. So we're not seeing the kiosk. So we go up to the counter and we're like, hi, do you guys sell like scratch lotto tickets? And they were like, gambling is illegal in Hawaii. And we're like, oh, (laughs) we're like, oh my God, we didn't know. Like, please don't call the cops right now. Like we just walked up to the clerk and was like, can we buy some scratch lotto tickets? And they're like, that's illegal here. We're like, don't press the red button under the counter to call the cops. We were so nervous. We're like, oh my god, like we're like we, like, it's fine. We don't, we we're not looking for them. Like it's okay. We, and then we we go into our ramble of like, there's a new moon. We wanted to like 
you know, test our luck during the You started just moon. explaining way too much. Yes. We're like, we're trying to manifest. And Bella says to the clerk, to the, the girly, like, do you want, um, do you want us to manifest anything for you tonight? And she was like, oh, I do my own manifestations. And Bella was like, oh, okay. But like, sister, you're working at 7-Eleven. Our manifestations could help you propel yours. You know, like the Maybe more the merrier. Maybe she owns it. She doesn't. She literally said, I want to manifest getting out of 7-Eleven. Oh. <laughs> she doesn't own it. I'm dead. I wouldn't just assume. Justin. But we're like, let us help you. She didn't want our yeah. manifestation help because we tried to do an illegal activity. So anyways, that was that story that I wanted to entertain but you're right we should do a little parlay bet on taylor winning a grammy and travis winning the super bowl i think that would be iconic yeah a moment in time a moment in a moment in time okay well i could literally go on and talk about this game for the rest of the episode but we shall move on all right let's um so you know not like you know travis and taylor on the opposite side of everything we have britney spears apologizes and shouts out justin timberlake and his new song selfish so uh this past weekend on snl um dakota johnson hosted um snl and justin timberlake was the musical guest and i think this was justin's first like public appearance since all of the drama after britney's book and i think this was his moment of kind of re-solidifying himself he had two new songs coming out but I think he overstepped. I did not like the fact that he kind of like came in on her monologue and yeah. talked about like how he has hosted like multiple times or whatever. Like I understand, like it was cute, but it also was like, you kind of just missed the whole point of why everybody's pissed off at you. You know, like you're, people are mad cause you maybe manipulated Britney back in the day for, you know, decisions that she made. And now you're kind of inserting yourself again on a woman and it on just didn't play moment. well on a woman's moment and it just didn't play well for me like i understand you and jimmy fallon have this weird bromance you guys are hilarious together like great there it wasn't the time like you needed to just yeah. be the musical guest and that was it and then walk off stage i do feel as though that no one asked for new music from justin timberlake I listened to the songs. So this so you me and you are in two different camps. You are not a Justin fan. I am a Justin I fan. I used like, to be, but now he makes me cringe so hard. And now yeah, he's just like, like a forty five year old man talking about being like so sexy. And <laughs> who's married I mean, he's an with children. Good looking dude. Like, you know, objectively speaking. And, you know, twenty twenty, that album still is like one of my top favorite albums of all time. And what album his two new his album 2020 get an album called 2020 oh my god Lindsay. didn't know i'm gonna act like you didn't say that um anyway uh so he comes out with these two new songs and i listened to both of them they're they're like decent they're very reminiscent of you know old school justin and one of the songs is called selfish and -hmm. for those of you who know britney spears also has a song called selfish and so her fans took it upon themselves to say, you know what? We're going to show him. We're going to m- listen to her song and stream it more so that she beats him on, you know, the song list or whatever. Yeah. Um, she momentarily, they momentarily overtook Justin. I think it was on Saturday on like Apple Music. But like then that, you know, elicited her to come out and say, hey, guys, like, sorry for saying the things that I did and are in the book. 
and how they may have hurt and affected people. We all love Justin. We love his new music. I love this new song. When him and Jimmy Fallon get together, they're great. I think everybody was kind of taken back by this statement. Like, wait, time out. You just exposed this man to the world. And now you're like backtracking. Ooh, you're backpedaling a little bit on your statement. Like, Here's there's a little bit thing. of whiplash. It's because women have a guilty conscience, you know, of like, that, oh, no, yeah. I feel bad that I inflicted pain upon this human being. When Justin never had that same respect towards her in the midst of their breakup, relationship, yep. whatever. And since the books come out, he is not tried to be like, wow, did not take any accountability for his actions. I feel as no. though if he would have come forward and been like, I just read Brittany's book. Like that was very eye opening for me. I didn't, I was very young and it wasn't, I didn't realize that that's yes. how I was you could have gotten ahead of acting. Yep. And I like, I'm really sorry to Brittany that she had to be put through this publicly. There has never once in the history of men been a point where they've, where their fans who were mean about a woman, the, mm-hmm. the man came forward and was like, fans don't be mean about this woman. So it's just annoying. But I understand why she did it. She doesn't want to think of like, it, she doesn't want, she didn't ask us to do that. She doesn't yeah. want to like still keep up this narrative and you know whatever but i personally don't care a rat's ass about justin timberlake's new music and i feel as though i would have been the target demo and i'm not interested yeah yeah on the other hand you know queen mother jessica beale made a comment on social media about how she loves eating in the shower and people it's, also I think she's out. losing queen mother status like what I think that's fine. I don't think that's weird at all. You don't think it's weird that she wants to eat yogurt and granola in the shower? Okay, that part might be a little odd. Like, don't she even specifically know, like, I don't called eat. out yogurt. <laughs> okay, that's a little strange. Like, I, and here's the thing: I love a showered beverage. I love like a little sh- like after a long beach day in the summer. I love a little like shower uh. rosé crisp and chilled yeah. i love a little like shower yeah. beer but not yeah. i'm not eating yogurt in the shower like it's steamy yogurt's supposed to be cold now it's just like a weird thing <laughs> it's actually making my stomach nauseous thinking about it maybe so, it's like a turn on for her maybe it's like a weird Justin, freudian please. oral fixation thing where it's like <laughs> just maybe something she could have she should have kept to herself that was a little bit of an overshare you know there's there's things that I like to do that are my personal preferences that would be weird if I shared you know but it's like my thing and I do it in the comfort and privacy of my own home and I don't need to overshare them please share we would love to hear it I can't like one doesn't even come to mind but I'm sure that there's something that I do that's like absolutely vile and disgusting that I think is like so satisfying you know no doubt so anyway that's what happened with Justin. Um, yeah, go listen to his songs. Go listen to her songs. Or don't. Or don't. <laughs> <laughs> Next story. Sophia Richie Grange is pregnant. She announced in Vogue the most iconic way to announce a pregnancy. It's literally yeah. insane. The photos from her announcement. First of all, oh, take my breath I didn't away. She's 25. Like, she's 25. She's so young. <laughs> but the okay. photos were great. 
I did actually want to kind of have this conversation with you, Justin, of like I feel as though that this – the generation behind us, like they're having kids a little bit younger. Like we're kind of like the last generation to have kids a little bit older. Like all the girlies specifically in Hawaii all have kids mm-hmm. by like 25 at the latest. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I think maybe like Kylie Jenner could have, you know, started that with being pregnant young. And now, like, yeah. Sophia Richie, they've been married for, like, five minutes, and they started trying for a baby. Like, that's pretty mm-hmm. young. And there's this, like, new trend the that's going around on TikTok wives. called the trad wives. And yep. it's like, are we getting back to that? And maybe we're the last generation that's like, no, we're going to have a career. And these trad wives this, are like, why? This is how I know me and you are meant to have a podcast because I literally was debating on whether bringing up the trad wife trend. Cause I like, I don't want to offend anybody. And I, you know, that's a very touchy we, yeah, subject. It's just an interesting conversation to have. It is totally a thing now. And I think you're kind of correct. I think that our generation really fought for like women to have the same opportunities, be boss ladies and, you know, work and all that. But also part of that comes from like right now because of, you know, the cost of things, both parents have to work in order to we make have things to. like and make ends meet. And then this is the next generation's retaliation to that. It's kind of like overcorrecting. You know, we went like too hard one way to where, you know, like if I'm going to be a hundred percent honest, like yes, when you do have both parents working extremely crazy stressful jobs, they're not around that much. It's like from this thing to this thing to this thing, like Yes, sometimes the kid can lose out because they miss that time and that connection and all that. 100%. And I was raised by two working parents and like mm-hmm. I turned out fine, but that is a thing. And so being able to have a parent at home is beneficial to the kid. Not to say that they're going to turn out any better, but it does help with, you know, having somebody at home. And I think now we're looking at it back in the day. It was like, you know, staying at home as a parent. I'm not going to say whether it's the wife or the husband was not a full-time job but i think now we respect it enough to say yeah "Yeah, that is a full-time job and it's okay to step into that space of wanting it to be a full-time job and so yeah i definitely see the trend happening and so it's like yeah like you said with kylie jenner sophia richie being like barely 25 yeah the girls are getting younger and younger having Mm -hmm, kids mm -hmm. and trad wives could also mean just like cooking dinner every night um but also like making your own bread from scratch like Maybe like Mm -hmm. having a garden, like all these things that we don't have time for when you have a full-time job. Yeah, homesteading. And like I think it's great that there's a choice that we're allowed to have. Also, when you have two working parents, you're still – you're bringing in two incomes and that's great. But you're also basically outputting a full income with childcare for the first five years. So it's like you might as well have – it's like give or take. I had a manager from Mm -hmm. work that I absolutely adored. She was great at what she did and Mm -hmm. she was like there's that give and take of like do I want to put 70% of my income towards childcare or do I just want to be able to spend that time with my kids myself? Exactly. And And I think it's, you know, a decision that I'll have to face soon. Yeah, it's like different for every couple and like you said, yeah, you got to look and evaluate like – is this income worth the trade-off? Yeah. Is this career, so, like, are you getting fulfilled in a way that's going yeah. to, like, overcome yeah. or supersede I, the fulfillment you could get with your kids? The only thing I will challenge is, like, it's mostly, like, trad wives. I will say trad parent 
because I don't think it should just be reserved to like the women taking on that traditional 100%. role of staying at home. Like if the woman is like this boss person, career person, then like who's to say the guy can't take a step back and stay at home and you know still give really that kid good. that connection and all that stuff. So like 100%. Either a way. really good example of that is Amber Phillip and her husband. He had a full yes. career and he was like, look, yep. you're bringing in more money. You have a lot more passion for what you're yep. doing than what for what I was doing. I'm going to be the stay-at-home parent. And yeah, I agree. Yep. It shouldn't just be considered trad wives. It could, should be trad parents. But being able to be a trad parent and have a stay-at-home parent is a privilege now in our society and oh, yeah. our economic like economy in general. It's like mm-hmm. it would be such a privilege for me to be able to stay home with my children where as before it wasn't deemed a privilege it was deemed as like um what's the word i'm looking for it was expected you know yeah but now Mm -hmm. it it would be such a privilege that one of us would be able to stay home and like be the one to raise our children and like take care of our home and do homesteading and whatnot so really interesting i think sophia richie grange oh she's having a girl i love that within the announcement she also announced the gender so we're not like drawing it out because yes it's very exciting for that person and for like their small group of like intimate family and friends but it's not exciting for the like i don't need to wait three weeks to find out if it's a boy or a girl go watch your youtube video you're gonna post a reel with it all black and white and be like go look at our youtube to finish the thing like we don't care just um when you come out with your pregnancy, maybe you just like come out with a gender reveal as well. I love that. I like that they did a gender reveal video. Like they filmed it Simple. by themselves in their backyard. They didn't just do a whole too. party. Just them yep. two. They On were not all dressed up. And he popped the thing. And Sophia Richie's reaction <laughs> was priceless. Cutest thing I've ever seen. And me like dropping to the ground screaming 100 percent, and it's so much more realistic than just like you know everyone's like oh you pop a thing and you just like embrace your partner and like love on them it's like no like i'm internally freaking out and she like got all of her energy out running around the yard and then came up and like celebrated with her husband i honestly if i am so lucky and blessed enough to have a girl i will probably react the same exact way. You will. I will. Scream. You totally will. You will I run will around squeal. your whole neighborhood screaming like, I'm a girl dad. I, I, I'm getting teary. I just thinking about being a girl dad. I want to be a girl dad so bad over it. Oh, anything. that's like, so sweet, Justin. I will love my child no matter what. But yeah. the idea of having a little mini girl version of me, somebody to go get go shopping with and well this is the first time i've talked positively about having a kid on it is it is the first time i listened to was khalifa's podcast episode with caller daddy and he's a boy dad and he was like you know i'm really into fashion and whatnot and i wasn't sure that like my son was going to be but he was like my son is more into fashion than i am and we just like go around like we share clothes and he's like 10 and he's like we get to like really enjoy fashion together and i was like this would be a positive thing for justin to listen to of knowing that like just because if you had a son doesn't mean that he's not also going to be into fashion because you're into fashion yeah that's you my worst nightmare is having a jock for a son no offense to the jocks out there but no it would be a lot for me to handle I could do like I could be a soccer mom, but like, like if I was Donna Kelsey to Travis and Jason, and mind you, I think they're the most wonderful sons and men in the whole world. I admire them so much. I think they like Donna Kelsey is superior. She raised two of the greatest boys to ever exist. But like, 
I like a little part of my soul would break. Also, like my bank account would break. Could you imagine feeding Jason and Travis? Could growing you imagine up? feeding those two boys growing up? What do you think Donna Kelsey's grocery bill was? She'd have to shop at Costco. Like each of them gets Has a whole to. Costco chicken for dinner. Oh a night. my god, they each get a rotisserie chicken for dinner. A hundred percent. She's just like boys' each dinner one. is served. Puts a fork in the rotisserie. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like you nailed it. They each get a rotisserie chicken, and then they each get like a side of a bag of mashed potatoes, and like a protein shake with like oh, half the yeah. bag of protein in one shake. Yeah, they double their protein intake from what the bag says, 1,000%. And they drink straight cow's milk. They don't fuck with this almond milk bullshit. They need oh. that straight, you know, yeah. animal. They're going straight organic cow milk, like slurping it up. Imagine your belly after ingesting a protein shake made with whole milk and oh then a God. whole rotisserie chicken. I mean, they're probably fine. And then when they go, yeah, oh my God, oh, yes. Like my stomach's Those in a not boys. thinking about that, but they're like steel traps down there. They're like, yeah, Absolutely. I can eat some more. They have room for dessert. Okay, well, we oh, got a little man. off topic, but I loved that for us. Loved it. Um, next up, we got uh, one of my favorite things to talk about, music and Coachella. And this is the first year in probably like a decade that ticket sales have gone down. If you've yeah. ever gotten or tried to get Coachella tickets, it is like the hardest thing to do. You have to have multiple laptops up, your phone up, hitting up your friends, and you're all trying to yep. get tickets. You're watching that little man run across the screen, mm -hmm. and you're stressed out, and they sell out within hours of yeah. them going live. It has been, I think, over a week and a half, and there's still tickets available. Unheard of. And lots of tickets available. Lots of tickets available. It's not like they have a few. It is like lots of tickets available and people are trying to figure out what is the reason behind this and i've watched and listened to a couple people and they all have great you know theories and i think it's a culmination of everything of yeah inflation and the cost of living right now it's just so crazy like people are barely making it by and they don't have the extra money we're the still cost to go feeling, to coachella itself is like ten thousand dollars if you're gonna it's like so expensive do everything another part of it i think coachella is getting a little lazy and this is what I mean by them getting lazy. I think they're relying on their name too much and they're not, you know, really putting in the effort to pull great artists like they mm -hmm. did in the past. And this is not knocking anybody who's on the list. One of my favorite artists is one of the headliners, Travis Scott. Like, don't get me wrong, but I think that they're relying too much on their past to just automatically pull people. And the cost keeps going up and up and up and it's mm -hmm. not matching. Meanwhile, you have a, a festival like Lovers and Friends got released um, uh, last week. It's in Vegas. And that lineup is stacked. Like those tickets sold out within like a couple hours because it's like every millennial kid's like wet dream to see all of those artists in one day. And yeah, Coachella, I, I, this is, I think, I think Coachella has been on a downhill for a while now for the last couple of years. And Coachella just, or, and the pandemic kind of just really sped up that process. Yeah, brought it to um, my head. Yeah, just because it's becoming less and less the, you know, funky music festival and more of the influencer day party thing to do. Yeah, I think what Coachella has been from the outside to me as like a consumer for the past four years has been yeah. an influencer 
thing. Um, Revolve Festival is just taken over and the influencers aren't even in the festival themselves. They're at these activations and parties outside of the festival for that weekend. And they're all getting tickets for free. And then it's like, why would me, a paying customer, come to a pay – Tens of thousands, like $10,000 because you have to think yeah. about ticket prices, a place to stay. Getting to and from the festival itself is a fucking nightmare and they need to figure that out. Um, all the outfits that you're going to have, the food that you need to consume mm-hmm. while you're inside the festival is astronomically priced. Water yeah. is astronomical. Like everything, everything inside the fe- festival is so expensive. Um, place to stay, whatever. So that's, it's going to add up to be about $10,000 by the time you're done with it. And it's not like comfortable to know that a consumer is paying all that amount of money an influencer is going for free and they're getting all these extra perks they're getting right to the front of the the entrance they're getting mm-hmm. in the vip tent they're doing this or that like they're getting all the like all their clothes were free and it's like why am i trying to spend ten thousand dollars to go to the same festival as a girl guy whoever that got sent here for free mm-hmm. and is getting a much better experience than me it's it's absolutely just and it's criminal and a lot of these artists have just gone on tour like very recently including yeah. like doja cat and you can go see that person just their concert for like a fraction of a fraction cost. Mm-hmm. so yeah i don't i don't know like what do they do to revive do they bring on somebody like tick because the rumor was it was going to be taylor swift do they need to bring somebody with huge star power or I don't think do they it has just to do need... with the star power. I think mm. because Coachella started as, you know, a indie, In, yeah. very specific music festival, and it had a lot of success. So I don't yeah. really necessarily think it has anything to do with the lineup. I think it has more to do with the festival experience itself and yeah. how it's not attainable for our generation or for Gen Z at this time. And it's more of a nightmare than a luxury to go to. You're like yeah. exhausted. You're dirty. It's so hot. You're walking a mile from the like entrance to try to get through security and through that dirt thing. And everything's an upsell. And it's just not fun anymore. Where like when it was originally – like when we went, I feel like that was its peak. Coachella. Yeah, the like those three. I th- I want to say from like because we went in twenty fifteen. I want to say yeah. from like twenty fourteen, twenty thirteen to about like twenty eighteen ish. Yeah, those are like peak years to that. Those like the Tupac, you know, NWA, uh, all those like you know really great Beyonce, yeah. Ariana. Um, those are all those great shows, um, and yeah, just kind of, th- but. If somebody out there wants to prove us wrong by sending us to Coachella, all expenses paid. No, but that's the thing. Everyone's like, up. people get to go for free. So why am I spending all this money to go? Yeah. You know, like yeah. I'd rather it would almost be easier to become an influencer that one of these hundred brands send than to be able to purchase a ticket in this climate. <laughs> and that's facts. So please, Coachella, like if you want to maintain your integrity you got to make the festival experience itself a lot more affordable and a lot easier to like access Navigate. in and out. Food needs to be way cheaper. Alcohol inside needs to be way cheaper. Like you're making so much money on ticket sales. Like make the experience worth the ticket price. Yeah. 
Uh, absolutely. Well said. Well said. Okay. All right. Um, so speaking of music, uh, there is a huge feud between Megan the Stallion and Nicki Minaj over the last week. And so this kind of all came to shock to me because I remember them being on good terms because they've been on songs together. They're both, you know, top of the rap game for the females. And I'll, you know, give a PSA or like a, you know, I don't agree with this whole thing because this is once again putting two women together like we always tend to do. But this all started when Megan Thee Stallion released her, re her most recent single, Hiss. And in it, she's kind of like clapping back at some of her haters, you know. And in one of the lines, she mentioned something about Megan's Law. For those of you who don't know, Megan's Law is a law that makes sex offenders have to be registered online. And then so fans who, you know, listen to the hip hop and dissect the hell out of the lyrics and start posting about it started saying that this was a shot at Nicki Minaj's husband, who is a registered sex offender, who is an ex-convict or felon. Um, and so all this starts circulating online. So then uh, Nicki Minaj decided to clap back. She hopped on Instagram multiple times. It started going on these random ass rants yeah. talking about Megan Stallion. To be honest, she sounded a little out there. And it did, it just wasn't a good look because especially because I, Make the Stallions line was so vague, like vague, so vague, and it was the fans that decided it was about Nikki. She never said Nikki. She never did anything about like, oh, your husband and Megan's law. Like, she just no. said it because it it's her name, you know. Yep. And Nikki went so hard back that it's like, oh, whoa, like maybe I as a not a rap fan that I wouldn't understand, you know, that like. Yep. I would never think twice that this could be a shot at Nikki. Now Nikki is making it a bigger deal than what it could have been. Absolutely. And also, like, I consider Nicki Minaj to be one of the more older, you know, She's mentors in the female rap game. And Great. Megan is one of the newcomers. So for you to stoop down to this level of, like, this kind of pettiness kind of takes away from your power as you know what some people consider you to be one of the best female MCs in the game I think especially because she just dropped Pink Friday 2 which I've never been a Nicki fan but I actually I like that album I plan uh, on yeah, doing a class I'm, for that album I love Nicki Minaj all of her songs uh, so I like Pink uh, Pink Friday 2 and then mm -hmm. so to further drop down this pettiness with all these Instagram rants and then she really fucked up by putting out this single Bigfoot let me just talk about the, the cover art the cover art is an impression of a huge foot and her, a pink heel in the middle. Mm -hmm. This, first of all, is not cool because I think she's hinting at the fact because Megan Thee Stallion has been, you know, talked about in the media as having a larger stature. She is a kind of taller woman, a stockier woman. And so she's playing into that, you know, negative narrative. talk. Yeah, that narrative by, you know, portraying that on her album or the single cover. First mistake. Second mistake. Yeah. She didn't even really rap. She just kind of said all the things she said on her rants on IG Live over like some weak ass beat. And they weren't really good bars. She kind of just kept saying things over and over. It just didn't flow very well. And then she capped it all off by an absolute no no is commenting on Megan's deceased mother. Yeah. And like, kept commenting on it even after the beat went out and she was acapella she was whispering about her and her dead mom it's just like there's certain things that you just don't you do just don't go and there. like 
yes, hip hop beef has been a part of you know hip hop culture since the beginning of times. I was gonna say Brussels. men did this all the time. Men killed each other. Hip hop artists killed each other. Kill each other over it. Like Drake and Kanye. Like it sells. It boosts albums. But like there's just certain things you just don't do. And like talking about somebody's dead parent in that way wasn't it. So all in all, Nicki Minaj has made herself look really fucking dumb in my opinion. Um, I know. And she and does Stallion that kind of top. a lot, like sticks her foot in her mouth or like gets she lets her anger and her emotions like get the best of her and yeah. like acts before, you know, she thinks things through. Why would because prior to make the stallions single hiss, why would yeah. anyone think why would Nikki not like make the stallion? Is it because she was in Cardi B's WAP video? Supposedly, that's where it kind of started. It was from like doing the WAP video, and there's been like rumblings behind the scenes. But I kind of just chalked that up to the media creating drama, not just between two females, but like just hip hop artists. Because, like I said, it drives sales, it's part of the narrative of, you know, hip hop culture. And so I didn't really think anything of it. And then, so all this happened, I'm like, oh, I guess there's some substance substantial you know validity to all that but and you know who Nicki we Minaj to, is like besties with yeah we need to notify we need to acknowledge it and forget about it like it is something yeah. that we need to forget about in culture let it go Nikki did it she fucked up let's move on and yeah, I think Meg the Stallion is doing the right thing by not saying anything and I really hope she doesn't yeah. retaliate I really need to because really like we're all going to get bored eventually and then they're going to yeah. just get pettier and pettier and then it's going to be like mm, this yeah. has actually gone too far we're over it so anyway okay well thanks for explaining for that for us because I've been seeing it all over the internet and I'm like oh, I don't think that I really understand but there yeah. it is TV a new season of Vanderpump Rules comes starts tonight so um this episode comes out tomorrow. We will have already gotten the Vanderpump episode. And Are you bringing I'm back your live, your live uh, watch parties? Yeah, maybe if anyone cares. Like if anyone wants me to. I feel, like, I feel like the drama of last season and then the subsequent, you know, season that they did after the whole scandal was so large. That mm-hmm. now people just suddenly don't give a shit anymore. I don't. I don't know. Like I've never been a well, Vanderpump person, but it this, doesn't seem as like. Hyped I actually up. think that this uh, this season's going to be just as interesting because mm-hmm. last season, that like extra part at the end, everyone in the cast was in agreement that like mm-hmm. Sandoval is a worm with a mustache, and I think this season we're going to see people start getting a little bit jealous of Ariana's fame. And um, opportunity that's come out of this. Uh, Sheena's been on her podcast being like, no one cares. I was the second most affected person by this. It's like, you don't think Raquel might have been the second most affected person by this. But no, Sheena, you are. She's like, I lost weight. I had to go to court. It's like, yes. And that was hard for you. And we all acknowledge that. But like, your husband did not sleep with your best friend. So I'm sorry. You don't get, we're not giving you the sympathy. And then like, Lala's doing the same jealousy thing of like when this happened with Randall and like I actually had a kid no one gave a fuck but it was because we didn't know Randall the way we knew we didn't know Lala and Randall the way we knew Tom and Ariana so it's just like different so I think we're going to start seeing people like 
turn tides and that's going to be interesting I will note that Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz were on Nick Vile's podcast Vile Files today um I'm not going to listen to it because he's not taking accountability and he's not saying anything new than what we've heard him talk about before he thinks he's still a victim he was really upset that Sweet Laurel Bakery made a cake that said Sandoval's a liar like that really bothered him he talked about it for like five minutes and um he thinks that Ariana is playing is being so petty because she doesn't want him to live in the house where it's like I think she has a right to be petty so I'm not I'm not really like interested in what he has to say because it seems like nothing's changed so no it's confusing to me why any of the group would be like, you have to wait for this season to see. Like, Sandoval's done a lot. It's like, actually, I just heard him yesterday, and he's done nothing. So I don't know what the fuck yeah. you're talking about. So I think it'll be interesting. But on a brighter note, I started Queer Eye Season 8, and I cried every I episode I watched the first so episode also. Uh, just the New Orleans guy? The Oh, they're all in New Orleans. Oh, true. The country guy. The guy the, who was like trying to fix his marriage with his wife. And with all that. the raccoon. What? Yes. I can't believe Anthony ate that. No. Absolutely no. not. And I, yeah, I started watching just like in the background while I was, you know, doing some work or whatever. Um, it's Bobby's last season. I'm sad about it. It's Bobby's it. last season. It's kind of sad. I wonder if they're just going to replace him or stop doing it altogether. I think they have they have him. to they have to replace him. They can't go on without someone fixing their home. Well, no, I meant like if they don't replace him, just stopping doing oh, queer the eye? show. Yeah, I think we would have gotten money. we would have gotten that announcement. It wouldn't be like oh I'm leaving and then queer eye being like mm-hmm. oh because Bobby's leaving we're stopping. It would have been opposite That's timing, true. you know. Yeah. So. I don't know, but it's such a good show. So so heartwarming, and I cry at the end of every one. So I love that for me. I've only watched the first three, and I savor them because mm-hmm. there's only like six this season, yep. which is criminal for how long that we have to wait for them. It's like six weeks of filming. We get it so late in advance. They did this over summer. It's now February, and you gave me six episodes. Like, come on. <laughs> um, I also watched this weekend the Bratz live action movie for the first time, and let me tell the you what. The Bratz movie. Like the dolls? Yes, but it's like a live action. It's like. I heard that part. <laughs> real people. I think Jackie would love it. I think you guys should watch it together. Some of the things that they say, I'm like, oh, wouldn't fly in this day and age. I was going to say, sure. that's a, it's an old movie. But holy moly, it is gold. Gold. So I highly encourage. Oh, that would be a great Galentine's theme. You can do a little movie night with the Bratz movie. Put it on like a little projector. Oh my. It's just so girly, poppy. It's just, it's for the girls. It's so good. And there's that TikTok sound that goes, Diva what? Diva who? Diva where? That's me. It's from the Bratz movie. I didn't know. I just knew, knew it as a TikTok sound. Interesting. Why? I, I don't know how you landed on watching that movie this weekend. Oh, do you want to know how I landed on watching that movie this weekend? Because I come home. Friday night with Maeve to Gonzo and Myron on the couch and they're watching this movie called No One Gets Out Alive. And they still have 35 minutes left in the film. So we sit down. Uh, The images will never leave my mind. There was a face just like in shambles, just the face 
on the ground in a pile of blood that I had to look at. So we were like, um, we got to turn this ship around. And Maeve was like, what about we got to watch the Bratz movie? We have to watch something so opposite so that we're able to sleep tonight. And so then we watched the Bratz movie after it. So that's why we watched the Bratz movie. It was my first time. That is so random. Um, I guess it was a weekend for random movies. I went back and watched like Fast 10, which is like the most recent Fast and Furious movie. I didn't know people were like still actually watching those. They don't. They don't. Yeah. Why it, are they still this, making them? It is gone. It is moved. For, like it's lost. It's it's not a street racing movie anymore. It's like, lost its luster. It's like an action movie with cars. And it just, the whole, they just, they, and also I feel like, you know those movies where they like try to pack in too many heavy hitting stars? Yes. This is one of those movies. Like John, John Cena's in it. Um uh alan richter alan richterson or richardson or whatever his name is um jason momoa brie larson is in it like they just try to just it's like a barf bag of all of these action heroes i just can't believe that anyone is that these movies are still making enough money for them to keep making them oh they still make a shit ton of money and the acting keeps getting worse and worse i don't know how that happens they're supposed to like get better with age but that's not the case with these movies anyway i watched it I think the one shining grace is Jason Momoa's character is like so flamboyant. There's like one episode or there's one part of the movie where he comes out and he introduces himself and he's like in these like Gucci loafers with like this button down shirt with like a bunch of necklaces and rings. And he goes, he introduces himself. He goes, Ashante and like curtsies. And I lost it. I absolutely lost it. Um, It was Great. Speaking of losing it, I don't, you probably haven't seen this, but there's an interview of, um, it's like Pharrell, SZA, and this guy whose podcast it was. And they're like questioning SZA and talking about like her most recent year. And they ask SZA about like, oh, do you have any pets? And she goes, yes. Um, His name is Piglet. Obsessed. And Usher loses it and laughs for like five minutes straight and he can't he like comes back and he's like piglet and it just starts laughing again it was one of the greatest pieces of content is it like a little like um pug dog yeah it's a little pug dog yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) obvious him laughing is just it was so funny and i just had to mention that that was great go watch it look for it online it is shout out piglet hilarious Shout out Piglet. <laughs> oh, man. That was great. All right. We don't really well, have anything for sports because we talked about it so much in the beginning. So we're just skipping over sports this week. Yeah. Oh, LeBron James makes it to the All-Stars um, team again, and he breaks the records for most amount of All-Star games. Selected cool. four. So. Congrats, LeBron. So, yeah. Proud of you. Congrats, LeBron. All right, you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to Perspectives of Pop Cultures with myself and my lovely co-host, Lindsay. If you identify as a pop star, please follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, and YouTube. If you know a friend who also sips the coffee but loves to spill the tea, please introduce them to us. Share us. Let them know. Come hang out with us every Wednesday. We're a great time. Other than that, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, Happy Aquarian season. Love on the people around you. And let them know they are special and be careful. Love you. Ciao. Later.